Get My Therapy on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, Anchor.fm, and just put anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, uh, Luke and I here again for another episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, going in a bit of a different direction on this one. Uh, we have an announcement to make. Yes. Luke, I'll give you the floor. Yes, I guess I have an announcement to make. Uh, I, after, I don't know, 30-something episodes? I yeah, think. we more than doubled the podcast uh, episode number since yeah. you joined. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at my list, realizing that this is going to come out before a bunch of those episodes. But uh, after 30-something episodes, I'm stepping away from the podcast. And there's a reason for it. I'm not working at the radio station anymore. When this comes out, whether it comes out uh, on April 17th or the week after or whatever it is, uh, I'm not working at the radio station anymore. I quit, uh, handed in my two weeks notice. Uh, because I'm going to work for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a huge opportunity for you. Congratulations yes, on that. Yes, thank you. Uh, but what it means for the podcast is that we could no longer record at the radio station. Uh, and I could not edit because I did that at the radio station <laughs> using the wonderful technology we have available here. And I think when you know we when I realized that we couldn't do that anymore, I thought, I think Justin's in a good place and I think maybe now's the time for me to step away and let him keep doing his own thing. Cause ultimately he's the star of the show. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. The guests are the star yes, of the show yes. and uh, Justin is the co-star of the show. But uh, you know, when I stepped in and, and joined it, I, it was cause I felt like I could help you make this thing happen. And you've been doing insanely good. <laughs> honestly like the past few months uh i just get texts it feels like at least once a week you saying we got two more guests booked for this sunday we're gonna record and uh that's not what it was like at the start you know when we when i started doing this with you it was sometimes harder you know we were booking guests and we had to cancel a couple because you weren't feeling up to it and uh but you you got the fire back and I wouldn't be stepping away if I didn't feel like you couldn't take it from here by yourself. I appreciate that. And uh, the, what we what we uh, talked about before you started uh, was that I never wanted this to. Uh, I never wanted it to feel like it was forced. I never mm-hmm. wanted it to feel like it was a chore for you. I didn't want you to feel like you were obliged to continue. Um, so. Like I can't thank you enough for everything that uh, you've done for me. Um, I, I it's complete. It's so understated what uh, the importance that you've had with this and getting it back on track. I, I hadn't recorded for I think two months before you jumped on with this. And uh, yeah, you're right. We we we've been pounding them out. And uh, yeah, it's a you know. It's I'm it's I'm 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 gonna miss uh, not seeing you every week. And yeah, that's well, thing, it forced so. us to hang out, right? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I mean, life happens, and you have a new opportunity that is, uh, you know, I hope I'm not speaking you out of turn, but I think, I think personally, I'm not I'm not also not speaking for you, that I think this is a, an opportunity uh, for you to take a step forward in, in your life because, yeah. um, 
my long story short, I think uh, I don't want to get into it too much, but I, you know, I, I think that you've been taken advantage of in your current position and it's time to move on. It, um, I spent four years in school studying journalism and then I spent just under six years at this radio station and I've done a lot of really cool stuff, but I need to move on, I think. And I wasn't just going to move on for anything. And this opportunity came up a couple times <laughs> and didn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to move on with it the first two times. And then, yeah, just within the span of about three days, it went from me being at the radio station to having a, a contract in hand to go work for the Tiger Cats. And I, in case it hasn't been clear from this podcast, I'm bit of a sports fan and this is an opportunity that I don't know that I ever would have thought I would get even though it's not like it's uh it's in sales and that's not really what I went to school for um so it's not like I'm just transitioning to a a similar like a media relations role which is what a lot of media people do when they get out of media um, so it's, it's a different thing, but I'm still working for a professional sports team. That's pretty, that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, I vouched for you. You did. And, uh, I, I think I've thought this since I started in sports, uh, what was it? Four years ago, uh, or so, no five, almost six. Um, when I started with the Hamilton Bulldogs that I thought that the people who sold the best, were the my the, my colleagues that sold the best were those who had a passion for and were very well informed uh, about the team, and uh, you were both of those things with regards to the Tiger Cats. You are a, a diehard. Um, yep, that's true. And uh, you know, the, I've given them enough of my money over the years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first year will just be you getting the money back. Yeah, I'm just recouping paid. my investment. Um, but you know the, the the organization is not without its warts. But um, I think that it is, uh, in my experience, I worked one season with the team, and I I think it is. I, I truly believe that you're going into a good organization and a good environment, and uh, you have the tools to succeed. Yeah, and I mean, I they treated me really well, even through the rejection portion and that really stuck with me I think after last time because uh it's hard to go out for a job twice and lose it twice <laughs> uh it, it does wonders for your self-esteem let me tell you uh but the way I was treated after the second rejection was uh so far and beyond what they had to do uh and it eventually obviously led to this opportunity um yeah I I I don't doubt at all that it's a great organization because I feel like even me not technically even working there yet until uh, for another week or so that they've treated me so well already. That's good to hear. So, I mean, in terms of this being a, uh, a mental health podcast, I think just moving on to a position where, you know, you feel a sense of pride working for the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you grew up watching them, that sort of thing. I just feel like at least in the beginning, there'd be a bit of a boost to your mental health, just thinking like, hey, I'm I'm doing something that I'm really invested in. And, 
you know, being compensated reasonably for it mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, one of the parts of the job is that I have to be at every game. Uh, and that's the wording that's been used the whole time, You ha- that you have to be at every game. And I really love that because the idea of me being dragged to a Hamilton Tiger Cats game is... Uh, absurd <laughs> it's it, I, I look at it as i just got free season tickets to the to the team that i love um so yeah the it's it reminds me of when i got into radio that like there was a passion for for chml because i had grown up listening to it and and i'm feel i'm starting to feel that it took a little bit i'll be honest um the job thing was so fast that i didn't have time to process it and it actually took me a couple days after I was officially signed to really start getting excited because there's probably honestly like I don't want to speak for you but there's probably a little bit of it that was like I'm I'm leaving. I, there I, is. I never, I don't, I, and I feel like you don't really want to leave but it's almost like born out of necessity. Yeah I mean if I could stay here in radio and make a decent living I would have done it because it always feels like there's more opportunities just over the horizon. And part of what was difficult for me, geez, three years ago now, so halfway through my tenure, was that some of the opportunities that I had were taken away from me through no fault of my own, through no fault of my bosses. the the opportunities I had to cover sports teams on the radio were taken away because those sports teams chose to go to other radio stations and I couldn't uh, cover them anymore. And that was tough, but what happened every year after that was there was this glimmer of hope that they're coming back and I'm going to get to do it again. And I got to be honest, I think they're coming back. <laughs> so I'm leaving, but I think they are legitimately coming back. Uh, as in 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 the future that it will eventually happen for somebody else, just not me. Um, and so that was that always made it tough to leave. And there was a there was a time where I was just going to leave for anything. And I think I kind of realized through that whole process that I didn't want to just leave for the sake of leaving. I wanted to leave for something that I was going to be passionate about. And that's when this opportunity came up. And then it came up again a year later. And then five months later. You know, I got an email and three days later, <laughs> three business days later, I, uh, I I had a job. It was very quick. Yeah, and I think that this is working. I hope, like, so here's the thing is, like, I've jumped from job to job, and every time I do, it feels like, okay, this is it. This is everything I need. And it often doesn't work out that way. So I'll preface it with that. But... Also speaking from experience and being in that position where I just wanted to jump to anything and then it didn't work out and I kept getting rejected and that killed my confidence and it just brought me down lower and lower and lower to a point where it was not healthy. Um, It all worked out and uh, for the better that I, I, I led to, it led me to opportunities that were right for me and, um, it got me to a place like right now I'm employed uh, for the moment by uh, CMHA Ontario. I, it, it, no, I'm on contract, so anything sure, could happen. Sure, any, anything could happen. but Yeah, and uh, who knows what's next, but where I'm at right now is in a place where I feel like 
this is where I'm supposed to be. Like I'm doing the yeah. thing I'm supposed to be doing. If that makes any sense, I'm not a religious. I'm not a religious person, but I there's just a part of me that feels like this. There are signs in the universe every once in a while that's like, okay, it feels like this is where I'm supposed to be. You're doing the right thing, and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, to an extent. And I hope that you feel a little bit like that at the moment, whether or not that stays that way. I hope that you feel like that at the moment, that you were rejected and so many times and you, uh, you know, you you held out for the right thing. And I hope you feel like this is the right thing. I wouldn't be leaving if I didn't. And like I, uh, different to you, this is the radio is the only job I've had since I finished school. So... You know, it, there there was an element of fear involved any time the idea of leaving came up. No matter how frustrated I would get with my situation, there was still always this gnawing thing at the back of your head. Like, you know, I can't, It's this is the only thing I've ever known. And to be honest, I've always had a chip on my shoulder. Um, always felt like I had to prove something and when I was in journalism school I was a sports guy and there was a definite and I'm not going to use the word stigma but like the news people look down on the sports people as they're lesser they're not doing something as important and so I felt like I had to prove something I was going to get a job because I was better than those people and as time went on and more of them fell out of the industry it just instead of me seeing how lucky I was it just only made my resolve stronger like I'm going to last even longer than they did just to prove how much better I am than them. Of course, I don't keep in touch with any of these people and I'm sure they're not looking me up. So I don't know who, what I was trying to prove, but um, you know, I did a lot of things in six years and the six years is a lot longer than 90% of my classmates lasted in journalism. So I feel like I accomplished not everything I could, but I accomplished enough that I am content with where I am leaving. Yeah, and I mean, I just from an outsider's perspective, there's fewer and fewer jobs available in journalism. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing whether or not, you know, you stick out in sales for 25 years or if uh, you decide you want to get back into it. I don't think it's a bad thing to, to spread your wings and, and gain some some different experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what, some of my current coworkers have said is uh, one in particular future guest on the podcast, Ted Michaels. Um, he, he's, he keeps saying over and over, like, this is, this is big because this gives you experience. And once you have this sales experience, you can do anything you want. Lot, there's lots of sales jobs. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I call Ted an old man a lot, <laughs> but in this case, uh, he's an experienced man and he knows what he's talking about. And so I take that to heart when he says that. That's good. That I, I like that uh, you've gotten some encouragement from someone like Ted, who's been in this, in this industry for what, 40 years. Oh yeah. At least. Yeah. Like he's been in this and he's congratulating you and saying, you know, you're doing the right thing to get out. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that's got to feel good. It does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's nice to have people who care about you yeah. and that's been wonderful in the few days I've had since uh, it was publicly announced that I was leaving, the amount of people who have come to me and said, congratulations, and you're going to do great. It it means a lot to have people say that to you when you're leaving a company, you know? So it's, it's, it's bittersweet. 
obviously, because I did a lot here, and I'm proud of the stuff that I did here. Um, but ultimately, I'm going to work for one of my favorite sports teams, and I only have five of those, and feasibly I'm never going to work for two of them being the Indianapolis Colts and Chelsea Football Club. So to get to work for one of the three that I could feasibly ever work for, that's that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, now, one, one piece of advice I will give is someone who has uh, been in the industry and, and yes. kind of beaten down in a couple in a couple of different ways is that uh, don't let it ruin it for you. Mm-hmm. Um I was ruined from hockey for a while. Yes, yeah, we've talked about that because yeah. that's how we met was through through the Bulldogs yeah. when you were working for them and I was covering them. And I'm just all, to be honest, I was I was let go from my position um, with the Hamilton Bulldogs. Uh, I think almost four years ago, and I think I'm kind of now just getting over that. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. And uh, if uh, like if it's starting to, I feel like if you're starting to not enjoy what you were supposed to enjoy move on like don't let it ruin the 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 game for you you know it's funny um back when i was in school we covered the 2012 gray cup because it was in toronto and i was in school in toronto and we went to the festival and stephen brunt who i guess he works for the fan 590 i think that's technically his job now right he's under the sports center Sportsnet. so he yeah. was Sportsnet, but he was he used to be a columnist for globe and mail uh national post one of the two and he was there and we journalism students were nerding out over him as opposed to, you know, any of the football players. And we were just talking to him after we interviewed him. And he is a big Ticats fan. And he's never made a secret about that. And we asked him, you know, we sitting here, the three of us are all CFL fans, but we want to be journalists. And you're taught not to be biased when you're a journalist. And especially when it comes to sports, there's this idea that you have to stop being a fan. And a lot of journalists, older ones, talk about they lose their love of the game, which they had, because you don't get into sports journalism without loving the game. And he said, you know, over the years I've lost being a fan of this team and this team, but I always made a conscious effort to stay a fan of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, because if I still loved that, then I would still love sports. Because I was hanging on to one team to still truly love that team. And then through that, he said, he's been able to keep his love of just the game in general. And I think that I kind of took that through to journalism. And I can still kind of take that through to here. Like, you know, it can beat you down. I understand that. The world of professional sports. And I'm not saying that necessarily I'm going to hold on desperately to my love of the Tiger Cats. But I love other sports. And I'm not going to stop loving them. And I'm going to keep that. And hopefully I can use that to keep me strong when uh, when I'm feeling beat down. Because I'm sure there will be time. There's time at every job. Yeah. Where you feel beat down. For sure. But. The just, hours will get to you at some point. Sure. But when I, when I started in radio and it was tough, I just kept telling myself that 10-year-old me would think this was the coolest thing ever. The season I was covering the Bulldogs where I had to be either at every game or watching the game here at the station on TV. And it would be tough because it led to a stretch where I worked 31 days in a row. 
I just kept saying, you're getting paid to talk about hockey. And 10-year-old you would smack you if you said, this sucks. And, I'll, and you know, I'm just going to carry that forward. You know, when I start to get sick of it, just think, you know, the young kid sitting in the stands would think you're crazy for saying, this sucks. I don't yeah. want to work for this team anymore because you're, you can, you can legitimately say we when you refer to the Tiger Cats yeah. because you are a Tiger Cat. Yeah, I identify, like, I felt the exact same way at times when I was working, uh, I've worked for three different sports organizations, and uh, when I, I actually had that thought at times that, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, well, I should because um, this was what I wanted, like, I, I achieved my goal, Why? Mm -hmm. and that's where my mental illness comes in, and sure. it, it ruined it for me a bit, but... Um, it was that thought that, you know, I achieved my goal. Like I should, you know, just live in the moment yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's exciting and, and especially helpful with a baby on the way. That's a good segue because I wanted to also touch on, we've gotten a number of updates on, mm -hmm. on uh, Christine's pregnancy yep. through the podcast and on account of, uh, this might be the last opportunity to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the latest? things are going great. We're at, well, I don't know if she would say that. We're at the stage <laughs> that sleeping is not really a thing she gets to do consistently for eight hours a night. Uh, and urination is something that happens all the time. <laughs> it's not too much information. Everybody knows pregnant women pee a lot. It's, it, it is what it is. Uh, but at the same time, we're also seeing a lot of like the community feel of, 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 having a baby um my wife christine she went to a clothing swap and got a bunch of pregnancy clothes and then one of the women who had brought a bunch of pregnancy clothes to this clothing swap said i have a whole nother bag and we're done having kids would you like it and anything you don't want you can just donate so seeing the outpouring of love and support from people has been wonderful uh we took we are currently taking neonatal or prenatal classes um, and that's been fun. It's not as, it's not like you see on TV at all. Uh, it's mostly just sitting around. It's like a classroom session, basically. Um, but one of the interesting things that happened in there was that we were talking about postpartum stuff. So what do you need to know for after the baby comes? And the nurse had just this laundry basket full of items and she passed one item out to each person and then we went around the table and she explained what that item represented and why that was important and one of the things was food and she was like make sure you cook two weeks worth of meals because you're not going to want to cook once the baby comes and and I kind of sat there and turned to Christine and it was something that had never occurred to me not because I'm stupid and don't think <laughs> and think that I'll just be able to cook when a baby comes but because for my entire life because I grew up in a church. When someone has a baby, they don't have to cook for two weeks to a month afterwards because people in the church cook for you. Wow. And so it was not something like I just, obviously if I'd thought about it, I would have realized not everybody has that opportunity, but it's just one of those things that makes us realize how, how blessed we are to have such wonderful people around us who will, you know, it's not even a second thought. They're just like, we know that's going to happen. We're going to have the kid and 
people are going to show up with casseroles <laughs> at our at our door so that we don't have to worry about about cooking for the first couple of weeks after the kid gets there and like things like childcare things like just friends um uh we have a couple they have a five and a half month old he's five and a half months old uh and i was decently close with him um but his wife generally didn't really hang out um much with the the friends the group of friends that i have and as soon as like they came over on christmas uh and we had told them that we were pregnant and it was just like they were immediately like cool we're here for you whatever you guys need and they've been just the most wonderful resource because <laughs> they're going through everything uh seven months ahead of what we're we're going through and like uh for her she said you know i'm so happy now i'm gonna have another mom that is uh that i can hang out with because um this friend's wife she is um uh she's on mat leave but she's at least for now decided to be a, a stay-at-home mom and so christine is loving the idea of you know there's someone she can go and hang out with and I know that's not unique to us. I know everybody has friends, but there's some, it's just, it's really nice. You see how many people care about you when you have a kid. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everything else about the pregnancy is going great. The baby is healthy, happy, punching Christine a lot. <laughs> uh, he's a fighter, I guess. Nice. Um, and, yeah, we're just revving up for, for the show. Awesome. Which, and I, to be honest with you, the way you talk about it, it sounds like you have a handle on it. I think so. Because you would you would express some anxiety about the sure. whole thing at first, and it you know it sounds like you're you're uh, you're handling it and you're ready. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's you know the the amount of things that you think about that you have to do, you just kind of slowly tick them off the list. And like this week, uh, we're going to start painting the well we my mother-in-law is going to start painting the the baby's room and you know we've already got a lot of the furniture and like we made a registry at toys r us and somebody already bought something off the registry nice. so uh there's a lot of things that you think about we need to do this or we need to buy this and it just all happens in 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 time nice so cool um i'm excited for you yeah, it's you know rare revving for the finish. Yeah, um, as we sit here and record, two and a half months. Wow, two and a half months away from it's happening from the due date. Ideally, we make it close to the two and a half months. My cousin just had a baby six weeks early, so uh, we'd prefer not to be six weeks <laughs> early because we uh, that's a that's pretty scary uh, when you have to have a baby that early. But but do you feel like it'd be six weeks early? Uh, That's well, joke, I mean, in, it depends on why you're six weeks early. Like if the baby yeah. just decides to come six weeks early, you know, so be it when you're forced into six weeks early. That's a little scarier. My joke failed there because, uh, I was, I was, it was alluding to the whole, do you feel like it's a boy or a girl? Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, pff, straight yeah. over my head. Um, yeah. we know it's a boy just to be <laughs> clear. Uh, we, we, we're, the nurse was fairly confident. But do you know if it's a baby? <sighs> we're pretty sure. Otherwise, hmm. she's got one weird parasite yeah, but growing you, in there. But you don't know until it's out. It's right? true. We don't know for sure. Um, we 
there are a lot of jokes in my family about for sure it's a boy because they know a couple that they thought they were having a boy and they had a girl. And so when we had our ultrasound and she said, it's a boy, uh, I said, are you sure? (laughs) And explained why. And she said, uh, and I said, so I just want to make sure it's not a thumb. And she said, well, if it's a thumb, he's got three. So (laughs) definitely a boy. (laughs) So this is not my last episode. No, it's kind of weird because we're going to hear your voice for a while. Yes. So depending on when we put this out, there will either be six or seven more episodes that I produced, for lack of a better term, Um, just because we've been pretty prolific (laughs) in terms of recording. Well, we we were trying to – we needed to get someone in the bank for for a break uh, while you were uh, off with baby. Yeah, and then uh, while you were going to Australia, we had had a – unfortunately synced up that we were going to have about two months yeah. uh, off uh, one month for me and then one month for you. So um, it still works out though, because now I have a, I was saying to Caitlin today, like I, I am glad we don't have any schedule. Like I have, I'm scheduled through the end of April. I was like, I need a break. Like, because sure. what I'm finding and um, I'm sure you've experienced it as well. You kind of mentioned it before we started recording was that like, so it's gotten to the point where it's starting to feel like, like I don't really like it's just a sometimes it's a chore. I just don't want to do it some days. And off more often than not, almost a hundred percent of the time, I come in here and we have good conversations, and it reminds me of why we do it. Mm-hmm. But then the next week, I go through it again. And it's like, oh, I just I just don't want to do it today. Sure, and it's, it's almost a weekly thing. And um, it, it, I'm glad we have some in the bank. So now I can do that, get recharged a little bit, listen to the episodes and go, all right, um, let's, let's, let's go again type yeah. of thing. So I'm glad yeah. we have some in the bank anyway. But yeah, so this, this is my last episode, but it's not the last one you'll hear me on. So this is goodbye. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's not going to be a goodbye <laughs> in seven, six or seven weeks when that episode airs. All uh, my next episode solo, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll mention, hey, Luke's not here. Yeah, just where'd Isn't he go? Isn't so much better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the audio quality is not as professional, but you know. That's 100% true. <laughs> no, um, I, I'll, reiter- I'll reiterate again, um, not to blow smoke, but... You know, you've been you've been a huge influence for me, and I thank you for everything. And no. well, yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on. I mean, you put up with me not having the same knowledge base as you or the guests. You let me bring in my friend to tell his story, uh, and you know, you let me. I, I mean, I didn't. Jess is pretty much the only guest that I sourced myself, um, but you know, we. We started out by doing a bunch of stuff that I was able to get in pretty easily because we had all those hockey players on initially. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, kind of got into the swing of things. And then we started branching out, and, and it was really fun to, to do this. Good. And it was something different. And I got enough positive reinforcement from my friends who I didn't expect to listen to this huh. that uh, it really was... I knew I was doing the right thing. Good. So, uh, and I, like I said at the beginning, I feel like I'm not leaving you holding the bag. I feel like I'm leaving you in a good place. Yeah. Since we're already forced to move out of this wonderful studio. <laughs> uh, 
because you know shockingly they don't just let anybody into a radio station on the weekend uh, if you don't work here so um you know it's a shame we have to say goodbye to this nice studio it's a shame that i have to say goodbye but i think it's the right decision and uh maybe i'll actually start listening to the podcast now I don't. I would count on it. <laughs> I'll be. You know what's going to happen because I have such a giant backlog of podcasts. It'll be like two years down the road, and I'm listening to podcasts from right go. when I left the show. That's that's what's going to happen. There you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, are, are we good? I think so. All right. So uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. Listen to uh, all of the episodes that are to come with me, and then since I know you're all only fans of me, stop listening after that. I'm kidding. Please keep listening. <laughs> Please don't stop. Keep giving him all those oh lessons. Oh, my. Tell all okay. your friends. Oh, uh, yeah. We're really going to miss that wit. That didn't sound sincere. It wasn't. The other stuff was sincere. That one didn't sound sincere. Yeah. I. That's the other uh, off topic. We will wrap up now, but um, I can't lie. Mm. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, <laughs> you can still always find me on Twitter at the L Vermeer, T-H-E-L-V-E-R-M-E-E-R. I don't actually know. I've been allowed to have pretty much complete freedom with my Twitter account uh, up until this point. I don't know if that changes because I know organizations sometimes uh, uh, have different rules on social media, but uh, I'll still be there. They have a social media policy, but like you're allowed to like express you work there and stuff. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't think I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, I just, am I still allowed to angrily tweet about the Toronto Maple Leafs? Absolutely. Oh, okay, good. Then you'll still see that. Um, and I'll still retweet the podcast. Are you announcing this in any way, shape, or form? Because I've been waiting for it. Yeah. Um, I intend on Wednesday, which is my last day, to put out a post on Facebook and on Twitter saying this is my last day at the radio station, uh, exciting things ahead. And then on Monday when I start, that's when I'm going to. Put up oh, going. you're gonna leave a little teaser. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, gonna, oh. I'm gonna tease it. I've seen it. I've seen cliffhanger. Some, I've seen some friends do it that way. Um, pretty much everybody who joins the athletic does it that way <laughs> by saying they're leaving, and then a week later. Can you please find a way to make people think you're joining? Why the I'm joining the athletic? You know, ironically, one of my former classmates just joined the athletic nice. uh, in their podcast department, which yeah. just opened up. Cool. Um, so he got to do a why I'm joining the athletic post, which was very funny. Nice. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how I'm gonna do it. We're for for the moment, we just kind of been going around and telling, uh, like I told my family earlier today, uh, it, because of how you hadn't told your family till today. Yeah, because of how quickly it kind of sprung up, there wasn't really like this opportunity to say, "Hey, I'm interviewing with this position for the Tiger Cats." You know, give me support. Uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere and I took a while to process it. And I'm super bad at telling people, which I've mentioned before on pregnancy related right. topics that I just am not good at, at telling people things. So I, you know, I wanted to tell my family in person and it just so happened we were over at their place, uh, my parents' place this morning. And so that's, that's when I told them, told all my friends on the weekend and just one more, one more person to tell that's going to be the hardest one. So it's my my work mother. I call her. She Aww. is the she is the cleaning lady here at CHML, and she is one of the most wonderful pers- people I have ever met. And I know she's going to be very happy for me, but I also know it's going to be very difficult for her. So I'm yeah. not really looking forward to that one. Yeah. Anybody that uh, anybody that matters will be happy for you. Yes. 
All right. Uh, get me on Twitter at J-D-I-C-K-I-E. Send me a message on Facebook Messenger. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. I got to do it by myself now. So <laughs> anyway. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to make sure that I'm still going to help him get a sweet audio set up so that, that he's going yeah. gonna to have a nice little, nice little podcast nook. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Luke, for everything again. Last words? Uh, thank you, everyone who's reached out, liked, retweeted, said nice things. Um, random strangers saying nice things about you is the coolest because usually random strangers say really mean things about me. So uh, having the opposite is, is really nice. <laughs> A nice switch from my day job. We'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.